Hello, welcome to the Opinionistics. I'm your host, John Malone, and we'll potentially have co-hosts joining us. But until then, go with the flow, they all say. Introducing from San Francisco, California, Yolanda Benavides. Very good. <laughs> Hi. Hello. So, what do you do? What do I do? Well, I do a lot of things, but mainly I've been a professional singer and songwriter since I was 16 and uh, did a lot of traveling and touring. And now I've been a recording artist for a very long time. And I've also written a book called Courage. And I have a group called Global Badass Goddess. And um, that's where I support women to step into their clarity, courage, confidence, and commitment to not only themselves, but something that they're really passionate about. Um, so that's a lot. And um, I'm in the process right now. We're in the middle of uh, Grammy season here in the US. And um, I am being considered for a Grammy this year. So I've got a song, it's called Lulu White. And it's up uh, in the roots category. So fingers crossed she'll be considered and I'll be in the serious running. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And what inspired you to become an author or a professional vocalist, a songwriter and so on? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, um, I've been doing it for so long. It's just something I've always had the talent for. And then I decided that I really wanted to make it my lifestyle. And so I did. And as I was going along through the years, I, I realized that I, I love music and I love writing music and I love the effect that it has and the impact that it has on people, not only when you're singing, but when you're writing music that really makes a difference. And, and that's really been my take. I'm not, I'm not a kind of a superficial um, let's have fun kind of <laughs> artist. I mean, we do and I do, but I'm, I'm more of like, let's, Hey, you know, let's look at this. Let's look at that. And not from a political position, but more of like a consciousness position in my lyric, lyrical writing. And, um, you know, just to really help raise the vibration for people. So that's really how it started for me all these years and then touring and, I uh, spent some time in London and Scotland and performing there, and I love it. And, um, you know, I, how I got segued over to being an author, <laughs> it was kind of a silly thing. Um, I was just, I was in my kitchen with a girlfriend of mine, and she turned to me and she said, you know, you're a badass. And I said, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And she said, you're just a badass. And so... I kind of, instead of shying away from that, I kind of took that on, like, what does that mean? And so I went on a deeper journey with that. And I, I realized that to me, a badass is somebody that's beautiful, accessible, daring, abundant, um, savvy, sassy, you know, you can name any, anything in that. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just kind of started from them there. I have a podcast, um, and inside my my book, I just really give stories and antidotes um, on like just for have people to take on their life. Like, what does that mean for them? And give them it's kind of like a workbook. So um, yeah, I just decided to do it. You know, I said 
I'm going to write the, uh, you know, I had other friends writing and they took them forever. They never wrote. It took 10 years to write a book. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to write this book. I'm going to do a chapter a day. And I did. It was uh, an interesting goal. And then after I wrote the the 10 chapters, which is actually, there's more, but um, after I wrote that, I kind of sat on it for a little while. And then a, a good friend of mine that was uh, my coach said, you know, this is really good, good information. And I think people need to hear it. And I thought, oh, okay. So I kind of went down that path. I found myself an editor and um, we worked on it for three or four months and then I launched the book. Um, so that's kind of how that happened. It wasn't like, this is my life's path to be an author, but um, it just kind of came out of that. So. Hmm. Very good. Mm, thank you. Is there, any, is there any places around the world that you would like to perform someday? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to really, I've played Berlin, I've played in Paris, I've played in the south of France. Um, of course, Edinburgh is my favorite. And, uh, and then um, anywhere in England. So uh, that's, that's really kind of where my sights are set um, for Europe and uh, the UK, Ireland would be fab. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my, I've been in Japan, Korea, Taiwan, that's my history. Uh, I've done the Asias. Um, and now I'm, I really, really want to, go back and play Europe and the UK. So that would be my passion. Perfect. And throughout your whole life, what have been the high points and the low points? Oh, hmm. High points would be winning. Uh, this last year I won an award um, for, what was it? <laughs> I won an award for uh, Soul, best RB soul artist of the year and down in Los Angeles. Um, so I went and sang for that, uh, that award show and got my award. I thought that was absolutely lovely. Um, and then also playing the corn exchange in Scotland. Uh, it was really close to fringe and we were, um, that was just a blast. Like everybody was so excited loving and extraordinary and uh, we just had a great time so that would be my high points my low points that's a good question um low points two of them one on being on stage i was uh, in the middle of a dance a hip-hop dance routine <laughs> and i fell and i hit so hard that that echoed through the auditorium <laughs> everybody turned their heads <laughs> and yeah. I just had oh god and I just had to pretend like yeah that was part of it um <laughs> as one does when one is a professional um <laughs> make your mistakes beautiful <laughs> anyway yeah that's probably a pretty low point um at the time and now I laugh at it but um then another one is financially being taken for a ride um with a, a manager that I had um back in 2007 and that was a lot of money that was dispersed and um you know just dreams dashed so to speak and just really being ripped off so good lessons but uh you know on the back end of it but quite painful so i would say that would be a low point ah uh, yes absolutely yeah What's artists are, tend to be marked you know mm-hmm yeah. yeah. What's your favorite kind of dessert? Hmm. 
not a big dessert person, but if I would have to say dessert, probably a lemon meringue pie. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> or a scone, like a good scone, like with real clotted cream. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That's, that's the stuff. Yes. Would you rather be really hot or really cold? Really cold. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What wastes the most time in your day-to-day -day life? Probably um, easy enough to get distracted taking care of other people or other situations, um, helping them out. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can put you behind. But I'm usually, I'm pretty tight now, so I'm pretty on target with things. So that's, that's, that's an upside. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. What's something you tried really hard to like, but you just couldn't? Liver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. Fabulous. <laughs> so, would you rather breathe underwater or have an agility of a cat? Hmm. Breathe underwater. <laughs> I'm a fish anyway, so. <laughs> All right then, that's good. Yeah. If you if you had a song for every time you enter the room, what song would it be? Oh gosh, probably one that's just floating in my head. I would say um, my song, or just in general. Whatever works. Okay, um, I would say um, it's a song that I wrote back in '92, uh, and uh, it says "Change, change it now." change it before it's too late change scream it out loud it's the time of change all right then great song choice thank you you're welcome do, do you ever travel often um actually i do um why well, i just shot the last music video um lulu white which i was briefly talking about um lulu white was uh it's a i actually found her online she's a woman from the late 1800s and I was looking for powerful women of the, the South. And I ended up in New Orleans and I found this, this whole, you know, small little blurb about her. And uh, come to find out she was the richest woman in New Orleans in the late 1800s. And she was absolutely beautiful. And she had the best marketing ever. And she had the, the most um, expensive brothel in New Orleans. And such a powerful, inspirational woman that you can actually, the reason I liked it was because I really saw that she, she really made a lot out of her life from that time period where women didn't have empowerment, where, you know, women were, you know, you're either working for your father or you're scrubbing floors or your husband or something, you know, you just, you didn't have the right to vote. You didn't have anything. And I thought, you know, if this woman in that time period can be that successful, then you know, I'm thinking for us women today, why can't we do that? Why can't we be successful at what we're passionate about? And I'm not saying that she was necessarily passionate about being a brothel owner, but um, you know, at least she made lemon, you know, lemonade out of lemons, you know, kind of a thing. That was pretty impressive. So um, yeah, so I yeah, Lulu is pretty 
pretty awesome song. I'm I'm sorry I lost the question, but <laughs> but I that song is is pretty inspirational. So yeah, it sure is. If you were chosen to be to have to be living on a new habitable planet, would you take it? No, I would not. Okay. Because I believe that this we need to take care of this planet. We need to clean this planet up. If you can't clean your own house, you know, you don't just throw dishes away in the garbage and then go to somebody else's house, do the same thing or move, move to a new home. You know, we need to start taking care of things here and now and having all of us come together and wake up our consciousness around that and see the connection. And I'm really seeing that people don't get it. And if they do, shame on them because honestly, I mean, I, I go for walks every day and as I'm walking, I, I see people like, okay, we're in a drought here in California. I mean, it's starting to happen everywhere, but you know, it's bad. And I'm watching people water their lawns. Like that's insanity. Like why? So you can mow it and create more carbon. I'm like, are you serious? Like, it's just in, in, insane. It's insane. And I really feel like we just need to stop and come together and like really start caring about ourselves and other people truly, like on a real level. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. I absolutely agree with that. If you could erase one past experience, what would it be? Gosh. You know, I really look at all my experiences are my choice, whether I made them or not, you know, because sometimes by not making a choice, it is our choice. So it's hard for me to go, oh, I, you know, I'd get rid of that or get rid of that. Yeah, sure. There's that was painful and challenging, um, but I've learned from everything everything that I've ever done. And it's brought me to this place now where I can truly make a difference for the next level of my life. And so that one's a hard one, but great question. <laughs> um, I think, you know, if I was to answer that directly, I guess, you know, I would not want to, I would not want to be ripped off. That's for sure. Financially, I would like to have people just be honest and not in survival or whatever you think you need to do to take advantage of somebody or an artist or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How much time do you spend on the internet? Oh, way too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, a lot. Shall I look at my phone and see what, how much time I spend? <laughs> um, probably most of the day off and on because I'm, I'm marketing or I'm, I'm talking to someone or I'm playing music or I'm listening to a podcast <laughs> or, you know, that type of thing. So gosh, I don't, couldn't give you hours, but probably a fair amount, I would say six to eight hours a day, probably off and on, right. you know? Wow. Yeah. Not straight, but just off and on, you know? Oh yeah. I could be like that as well. Yeah. If you could travel back in time, what decade mm. would you want to live in? Oh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth. We're here. We're there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'd be uh, uh, 16, let's see, 1640. No, uh, my, yeah, 1655, probably. Interesting. Very interesting. Did I say that? 1655. Um, hold on. 
no, not 16, that would be James. Um, probably, I met 15, <laughs> 1554, 1555, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. Elizabethan, yeah, first, the first oh, Elizabeth. Yeah. All Bad. right, sounds good. Mm -hmm. Dangerous, fabulous, dramatic. Uh, yeah. My favorite. <laughs> 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 which recent news story have you found most interesting well um gosh i try to stay away from the news um, <laughs> um i hate it um i just i try to keep my head focused in higher spiritual consciousness and doing doing positive things now like in my life in my moment so i try to really stay away from any kind of drama, trauma. Um, you know, I, I, of course, I, I am very sad about Ukraine and that whole scenario. And I'm very sad that, that, I mean, obviously, we don't know what's behind the scenes. We don't know the politics. We don't know all of that. We, we're not getting fed probably proper information ever. Um, so, you know, but I, I just don't think anybody needs to invade anybody. And, um, you know, and a crazy man with a, a big bomb is not a good idea. You know, a, a psychopath. I, I think no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Even even I'm baffled by that. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm and I, and there's a part of me is like, what are we doing? You know, play the card, play it. You know, I I know we're doing it undercover, like sending all that kind of stuff to them. But you know, maybe we have our our uh, our what do you call them? Our uh, black ops guys over there helping out. I don't know, but it just, it's like, please just stop, like stop this. Yeah. Is it, is it, you need to go to, go to your room. <laughs> yeah, this, had enough of this, enough of this. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And don't destroy my beautiful Europe and don't even think about my UK, so. Oh uh, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm get mad, <laughs> I get yeah. real mad. Yeah, we There's all get mad by that. Right. Well, there's made too much history and, and everybody's just getting along. We're like all like melding to melding together, you know, and, and there's music and art and expression. And then dickwad comes along. Excuse my language. Um, it's like, really, really? These people need, can you imagine like you and I, we're just like walking down the street one day and then all of a sudden there's like a bomb that happens, you know, we can't even imagine that. Like I, I know I can't. I'm in America. I can't imagine it. Like, you'd be like, "What? I have to grab my dog. Where am I going?" <laughs> you know, yes. like what? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. What is the one thing you can't live without? Pizza. <laughs> Pizza and tacos. <laughs> I love tacos. Oh uh, yeah. Good uh, old good. pizza. Yep. What is your favorite life hack? Hmm. I would say I, I love, there's a couple of them. <laughs> um, I, I would just, let me, let me give you some quotes. Um, one of my favorites, Bruce Lee. And one of his quotes says, to hell with circumstances, I create opportunities. I love that. That's how I live my life. You know, and then every man must decide whether he will walk in the light of create creative altruism or in the darkness of destructive selfishness, selfishness. And that's a, that's a Martin Luther quote. And uh, 
yeah, amazing. And that's what I try to live inside of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm. And part and part of what I'm doing with that is I'm, you know, every time I sell a CD or I sell a book, I plant a tree. And I plant a tree with a one tree planted. You can go to them, onetreeplanted.com. And I plant, matter of fact, I planted a bunch in uh, Scotland <clears throat> not too long ago. I did, a, I think, about 20 trees. And then I did 20 trees here in California because we need it. Yeah, <clears throat> as we all do. Yeah. I'm trying to do my part. Absolutely. Yep. Would you rather speak all languages or talk to animals? Ooh, talk to animals. <laughs> Yep, that'll be pretty cool. Right. Yeah. How did you spend your last birthday? Oh, that's a great question. Probably, I would probably be in Scotland, probably be in Edinburgh, <laughs> at the Ensign, <laughs> listening to music, drinking drinking some scotch, single malt. Ah, very cool. Probably an, an Oban or a, a, maybe a Macallan or something. Oh, very good, very good. What's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Oh, gosh, I would immediately. <clears throat> well, first of all, I do two things. I put some money aside to make sure bills were paid and everything like that. Then I would probably attack the homelessness situation. I would probably go in and go, okay, we need to talk about this. Because if you look at it, Finland handled that. They handled that. We need to look at who made that happen. Nobody's homeless there. I didn't see very many homeless in the UK either. Um, I don't just, I don't know if it's out of necessity because you don't want to get cold and rained on, but um, it looks like everybody else but us can, you know, we're just so greedy over here. It's ridiculous. Um, I would probably focus in those areas um, and then uh, keep planting trees, raising, which I'm doing now without money, but you know, just want to raise consciousness and have everybody just pitch in. Like everybody needs to wake up and pick something that you love, pick something that you're passionate about and, and do that, you know, give to other people, not just yourself, you know, or your family. That's a, that's a part of it, you know, but learn to love yourself on a deeper level. So you have more freedom, more consciousness to actually really do something, you know, and feel freed up. So, I mean, it's complicated. I'm not, I'm not saying this is all like, and then we'll just get this handled. Um, it's a complicated, we're all complicated, you know, but mm -hmm. there's a place to start. And that's what I would say. Oh, yes. <clears throat> if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Probably the UK. Hmm. Okay. Probably, yeah, like either Scotland or maybe near... Uh, I just love, um, well, I love Tintagel. I love that. The, I love the coastline. It's just magnificent. But there's so many beautiful areas. I would probably get a little cute little shop, like a tea and scone shop, and and uh, and, and record run recording in this in a recording studio <laughs> somewhere where it's gorgeous. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was the last person you talked to uh my music partner which was just a few minutes ago um 
and then actually before that, actually, well, actually, I didn't talk to him. So let me just run that back. Um, a very good friend of mine, actually, um, who's from the East Coast, but now lives out here, and he's a DJ. And he he called me with some really tragic news. A, a good friend of ours uh, passed away on tour, and uh, yeah, he was a phenomenal singer and trumpet player, and uh, played with Lydia Pence and Coldblood, and he died at like 55, I think, a heart attack. So I'm still kind of reeling from that, but uh, that would probably be the last person I talked to with Paul. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace. Yeah. Where is the most relaxing place you've been to? Oh, hmm. I've been to so many places. Um, Probably Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. Very great place. Yeah. Kauai is like my favorite island. Mm-hmm. A bit pricey, but still, it's a very great island. <laughs> yes. Do you have any pets? I did. I don't. Um, I had a, a Pekingese, um, but that was, gosh, it's going on <laughs> 15 years now ago. <laughs> um, and I usually just have my backyard pets, um, which are crows and squirrels. <laughs> I feed them. <laughs> Okay. That's good. I love crows. Crows are yeah, fabulous. Absolutely. What are, what are your thoughts on sending mail to Bigfoot? Big thought? Is that a I'm sorry, that's no, a company? Bigfoot. Oh. Foot. Bigfoot. Yes. Sending mail to Bigfoot. Hmm. What are my thoughts on that? Um probably wouldn't do that. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Gotta stay safe. <laughs> no real <laughs> interest, but that's okay. <laughs> yep, it happens. What were the weirdest nicknames you were given? Ooh. Um, not really weird, but Glenn. A lot, a lot of my friends call me Glenn or Glenny. Um, and that's G. I get G a lot. Hey, G. Um, yeah, probably those three. Okay. What takes a lot of time to master, but it's definitely worth it? Mm, my artistry field. Absolutely. Music. Absolutely. It's a lifelong journey of growing and learning. I mean, it takes forever to master different areas of the business. It's extraordinary, actually. Ah, very nice. <clears throat> yeah. And that is all we have for this episode. It's great having you here, Galinda, talking about your work as a musician, vocalist, songwriter, all your travels, performing across the world, and everything else. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hope to see you soon. And you too. All right. And until next time, stay opinionated.